Hi all, the following is a true story and only the names have been changed to protect the guilty. I'm your host Joe and I'm with special guest Ryan today. Hello. What's up? I believe I've been present on uh, this podcast before. Yep. Last episode. That was last episode? Yeah. Man, that was, uh, that was already, um, over two months ago. Yeah, almost three. Time flies. Yeah, it does. Man, dude, this year, 2021, I've been more, uh, seasonally depressed than any other year I've had before. What did you equate that to? Just the just the winner? I hope so. Yeah. That's what I can say. I just I've I've been more mentally out of it the last like two months than I recall before. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's you know, has a lot to do with the fact that we're almost a year into COVID. Um yeah. I also contributed that to the fact that I probably did have COVID when I lost my taste and everything, so maybe it's like some like lingering after effects. Which I did look up a little bit and some people are having like like bouts of like dissociation that had it before. Bouts of dissociation? Yeah. COVID. Yeah, like just like they're more out of it than than they were used to, so you know, it's like physical factors like that. So I'm not letting it get to me too much. Could also be the uh, the drinking, the uh, smoking, the Adderall. Who knows? Could be anything. Yeah. Why does this keep like shutting down like this? It's still going. Having your gum. No, it's pods. Oh. So how are you feeling about um, college ending? I still feel like I'm a junior. I still feel like I'm at the semester where everything ended. Yeah. Like I still I feel I feel like I still got a whole other year left. So I'm sort of feeling like a little gypped about it, but I'll make I'll maintain contact with the people who I want to maintain contact with. So yeah, you got to remember that at least we're not like in our senior year right now. At least we're not in the senior year of high school. Yeah, that would suck, dude. Senior year of high school was like one of the best years of my life. Yeah, and like. I mean, we had, what, three years before COVID hit? Yeah. I was talking about that with a coworker. Like, dude, I feel really bad for the the kids who... Steven graduated high school. Yeah, graduated last year or yeah. graduating now. Steven graduated with everything happening. Shit. 
I was gonna move that into like, are you feeling like any type of way towards leaving college? Yeah, I feel like. Um, one one main thing was like I've always been involved with like the TV station in college, and when I was like a freshman sophomore trying to get into it more, it was like a prestigious thing to like be like on the e board. To like being like in charge of the TV station. Yeah. Now I'm the general manager of the TV station, and we are like begging for people to join. We're like more in jeopardy than we ever have in like our history of existence, um, for like not having one next year because of how like little people we have and how the entire e board we're all seniors. Right. Because like the last like year and a half, nobody's joined. Because of, like, COVID and shit. So it's, like... We did have a little gleam of hope last week when we got four people that, like, showed up. They were all freshmen, and we, like, gave them a tour and stuff. So we're hoping they, like, stick with it. Because they can potentially be the future. Yeah, it's depressing, man. It's made me rethink, like, everything regarding film. Really? Yeah. Like, what are we doing if there's nothing to do anything? You know I think I mean? there will be, though. I think everything's kind of just on a halt. Film's but, not going to be gone forever. Jeez. Yeah, but now they're talking about... Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> just throwing on the ottoman. Just spurted a beer in Joe's shirt. Um... They're talking about masks until 2022. It's like, oh, man. I don't like to think about it. I see that, though. Like, I I see, honestly, masks requirement for probably another year. Yeah, but are we going to be saying another year? Any year? I think the requirement's going to only last a year. I think people are going to, like, wear them, like, regardless of, like, the requirement for the foreseeable future. Right. Like, you'll always get to... If any, if ho- if COVID has created anything, it's hypochondriacs. Right. So we're gonna have these hypochondriacs that are gonna like be weary about any physical contact mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But as for like a national mandate of masks, I don't see that going longer than a year. Yeah. I think it's gonna come to a point where it's optional, and you're gonna get like in some situations looked down upon if you're not wearing one but it won't be required per se I just I you know how crazy this probably is for like somebody like like your like your uh, nephew like he's growing up in this time thinking this is probably normal, you know? Yeah, well, you don't know. Exactly. I, um, I was... I hope it clears up before he's, like, in kindergarten. That's all I can say. I was watching, um, something where it was, like, a girl who was born, like, in March 2020, like, just as everything was happening. She recently, like... Got like went into contact with, with another person like outside their house, 
like she had only been like in the the immediate family's house. So she saw like another person like for the first time and she started like hysterically crying because she was scared. She had never seen another human being before. Right. Which is like insane. Yeah, all I can say about any of this is that hopefully it clears up within the year or the next two years to get back to a broader sense of normalcy, like having your kid outside. And when I say the mask mask mandate and everything, I think probably for concerts, man, you're probably going to have to do that, like mask at concerts for the foreseeable future. When I say like the mandate, I'm say, I'm talking like going to the grocery store. Like I don't see that lasting insanely longer, you know, a year maximum. Yeah. But for like big events, like a sports event or a concert, you might have to for a while, for a little bit. Which sucks. I personally hate hate wearing it. I just feel like it's a disconnect of humanity. Absolutely. It's crazy how many people I know without ever seeing the underside of their face. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like, all the new people I work with at Starbucks that I don't hang out with outside of work, I see them at work, they wear their mask, I wear my mask, I don't know how they look, the second half of their face. Mm -hmm. If I were to see them in any other setting, I wouldn't know who they were. And that's crazy. Yeah, I I work with some people like that. I've never seen their face. It's like new hires that weren't there. Exactly. When the shit went down. But, like, they give you a choice at work. They do? Yeah. We don't work with the public or anything. Oh, shit. So you're allowed to... You're allowed to take it off? Yeah, I never fucking wear it. I walked in oh, there. Oh, that, that's awesome. I walked in there like, um, sometime in January or something, and it was the first time there was somebody like bitching at some at people. I walked in, I guess his name was Kirk, I found out later on. I guess he's the guy above, the guy above the guy who works in my building. Mm-hmm. So like, he's the guy. And he was just standing at the door. And I walked in maskless just another day. And he was like, he's like, hey, man. And I was like, what's up? (laughs) He's like, "Uh, you got your mask? He's like, there's some on the wall. And they put up this big display with all these, all those surgical masks and all that shit. And I'm taking my mask out. I'm like, yeah, I got one. I put it on, got my drink, went back to the docks, dude. Everybody's standing around maskless as usual, and they're just laughing. And then I I, lo- I walked up with my mask on, like pissed because I thought today was the day that we're all gonna wear masks now. And I'm like pissed. And my buddy looks at me. He's like, "He got you too, man." Fuck. I said I asked him what the situation was, and he told me about Kirk. It hasn't happened since though. Came in the next day, no mask. So I wore a mask for like five minutes one day during the season. That's crazy year. to me. I got like three jobs, man. Each one. It's just we all wear it. I guess because each one we interact with the public, so. Yeah. We kind of got to, I guess. I mean, the managers wear them. 
on and off, kind of. And they give you the choice, obviously. But new hires that come in, that have come in in this past year, not all of them, but some of them, especially during when there was, like, a spike in, like, a spike in November or whatever it was. We had a lot of people coming in that worked there for, like, two, three weeks and left. But I had never seen their faces, not once. Because they, like, wouldn't talk to anyone, too. That's the thing I don't like is that they don't want to, like, form relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, like, try to talk to someone, and it could be because of the obvious, like, you can't hear what the fuck they're saying. Yeah. Because there's a mask on. But also because, like, they feel like everyone's huddled in their houses hiding. So, like, they're huddled in their houses hiding. So, we're all gonna do that. I definitely get that, man. That's why, again, I feel like i kind of been gypped out, like, of, like, my college years a little bit. Because I remember being, like, man, I'm I'm up there, I'm gonna be, like, you know, mentoring, like, the new people and stuff. I'm like, there aren't any new people. Like, they're all, like, hiding. Mm-hmm. They're not, like, it's branching out. That's the part that sucks the most, for me, at least, is, like, that whole, not just the mandates and, like, the rules and the regulations, but, like, the attitude towards it. Mm-hmm. The attitude that people are, like, scared. And we're, like, well, I mean, we've already talked about this personally between each other. It's, it's more the attitude that's the problem than the actual disease. Yeah. Like I, I've tried talking to a shit ton of people when they're wearing their masks, and it's always more well, at least more often than not, it's like they pull the mask away for a second, be like, "What, dude?" And then, like and like answer, and then they'll be like, "Okay, I'm snap a fucking back. like I'm on the register at Starbucks, mm-hmm. and we got a fucking." We got a, a like a glass, not a glass, but like a pl- see-through plastic barrier between like us and the customer. Yeah. And then they got their mask, and I got my mask on top of it. Almost every single time they order, I'm like, "What?" And then I gotta like repeat it and stuff. And then it's just like I'm just trying to like move through this line. Usually, I used to like being on register. I used to like mm-hmm. like talking to the people, seeing what they want, and like, you know, maybe like striking up something with them right. but now it's just like I gotta just go through them mm-hmm. cause I can't hear what they're saying I'm not developing any personal connection with them yeah. there's a barrier there's literally a plastic barrier in the way yeah. and then an added barrier around their mouth right there's just nothing it's just like it makes the job hor- like a hundred times worse Yeah, so I've been feeling that way about film recently. Not, I mean, not just film, but like everything. Yeah, I don't hope it lasts. I really don't. It has made me like rethink so many facets of my life. <laughs> what is making you consider going into something else? 
just, I don't know, I mean, at this present point in time, I don't think it's just COVID, but it's like the burnout on um, film in general, mm-hmm. that I've like kind of lost my like fire for it. Like, you've seen I haven't really done anything in, like, three years. Yeah. Film-wise. And, um... The only thing I've done creative is write music. So... And, like, I think of, like, writing a movie, and I'm like... See, I feel like it's the opposite for me. I feel like I've had more of a creative spark in the last year than than ever. I haven't at all. I mean, songs and stuff like that, yeah. Like, I'm always writing songs. But, I don't know, I think it's a combination of school, I think it's a combination of COVID. Putting so much, like, focus into it. Like, like gotta do this, gotta do that. And, um... Not enjoying watching movies. Yeah. Period. Because you're watching them analytically. Yeah, you if you're if you're giving them for assignments, then it's not the same as watching them for leisure. No, I just mean like watching movies for leisure, and then you're just like you're thinking about like the finances behind it, and like if it was a bomb or something, I'll be thinking about like what could they have done to not make it a bomb stuff like that and I don't want to be thinking like that and I wasn't thinking about that when I was like 12 yeah. and I was excited to watch this movie I was just thinking well of, have you ever thought about what you if you didn't pursue film what you'd go into for a career I've been thinking about shit in the immediate future because don't really want to stick around in um Buffalo well, I can tell you right now, uh, me neither. <laughs> yeah, well, I, like, I really don't think I could take another winner, to be honest with you. I've been feeling that Dude, strongly. ever since going into L.A. Last, last summer, literally going at the absolute worst time, in probably my and our parents' lifetime, the absolute worst time to go to Los Angeles, California, at the mm-hmm. pinnacle of the Black Lives Matter protests, at the pinnacle of COVID, mm-hmm. and I still had an amazing time. Yeah, and I wasn't even allowed to do anything. We made our like own path, like we we made the best of what we had. So I can only imagine when I'm like able to do things I wanted to do. I think California might be the way to go for me personally. LA. I would say honestly, if I ha- was gonna move there, I wouldn't move to. I couldn't live in a city. I'd have to move to like an outer, within like driving distance. Like I'd I'd want a house with with a little bit of land or something, that was in within an hour from Los Angeles. That would probably be my like life plan. I'd really like to write. We were talking about something creative to do. Mm-hmm. 
but um, because I mean there isn't. I've been in a creative writing class, and there isn't that like so much shit to think about when you're writing. It's it's definitely like my strongest passion, but I just filter that passion through all these other passions, mm-hmm. like write writing music or writing movies. But it's not like the core of it, like writing a novel, for example. But um. For the immediate future, I was thinking about things like trucking and, um, like park ranger type jobs. Really? Mm -hmm. Trucking always intrigued me a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of just get to drive anywhere. You're always across the country. I've been watching a lot of videos on it. Guys like driving across the country you get paid by the mile so like the more you drive and, and the more you like don't think about it and just keep driving the more you get paid and then at night you pull up to a fucking stop sleep get up do the same thing and then you have like four days off weekend or whatever sometimes you're gone for like four months and to me that's like really appealing mm-hmm. to have no like shit tying you down all the time because it's your job to keep going keep going man yeah and then the more the more you drive the faster you move up the ranks of being paid more so i wouldn't have any problem with that some people don't like driving i fucking i love love driving driving. i drove the whole i drove all the way to to california yeah i wouldn't think about it you know like it's fun i would put some music on put a podcast on audiobooks fucking drive dude it's so relaxing yeah i love driving and then not having to like do physical labor <laughs> yeah for, for work every day that would be a major plus for me fucking just sitting there because i drive to and from work and honestly i fucking look forward to the drive to and from work because i have like a half hour to 45 minute drive depending on traffic to and from work every day I fucking love that, dude. Because mm-hmm. I drive there in the summer, in the spring and fall or whatever, it's like the sunset. Dude, when I was new to, like, Fredonia, I would purposely take, like, different longer ways. If I wasn't, like, in there in a rush, I would take, like, a back road or something. Just because, like, I wanted to, like, see the see how it looked. Mm-hmm. See how different, like, the, the trail was. Yeah, and I don't know, it's, it's something with isolation and seclusion, and you have a lot of time with your own thoughts, mm-hmm. and you just kind of soak it in. It's nice. And then to get paid while you're just sitting there, I mean, that's probably, like, my agenda for the summer, to be honest with you, because I like where I work, You but should like, go to uh, Steve's, ch- Steve's uh, trucking school. Yeah. My buddy left um, where I work, and he uh, trucks, so I would say, like, yo, what'd you do? Because he got a CDL, probably, like, in the fall or something, but he'll send me, like, videos of him driving, and it's literally, he's just sitting there, like, yeah, like, went to this place, went to that place. I've been thinking about it for a while, but then I've seen, I also would like to really get out to, like, Arizona, 
has been on my agenda for years since I went there. Like, that's a place I'd like to retire. But, um, I've seen this job opportunity for, um, park ranger at a national park. Arizona's hot. I mean, it's not, like, here hot, though. It's not sticky. No, it's not sticky, but it's, it burns. I don't mind that. I don't mind dry See, I thought I thought California weather was the absolute best weather I've ever been in. Yeah. Like, it was, it was 75 every single day with no humidity. It was like paradise, like the weather. Yeah. Arizona, I mean, given when I was in Arizona on the way back, that was first week of August. So it was like hottest point of the year as well. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I'd ever been in a country, ever been anywhere, where it was 11 p.m. So pitch black at night, and still have it be over 100 degrees. Mm. It was crazy. I like I like walked out in the pitch night. Well, I would much prefer that than like a blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It was it was crazy. I was thinking I was like, where is the heat coming from? Yeah. Like it's like it's pitch black out, and it feels like the sun's beating down on me. It's just like residual. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking awesome, though. Uh, you won't catch me bitching about that, dude, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, I lived my whole life in fucking New York, where it's fucking frigid. <laughs> and you're just like, want to kill yourself for fucking eight months. Well, it's like, I do agree with you in the aspect that's like, I don't understand how somebody could prefer being too cold rather than too hot. Like, I'd rather be too hot. Because it's way easier to, to cool, cool to yourself cool off yeah. than to warm yourself up. Right. It's cumbersome mm-hmm. to, to warm yourself up. Yes. When, when like, last weekend I had to change the ball joints in the front of my car. And it was a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. And I was in my driveway, dude. Miserable. I mean, it was like, I had like four layers on and gloves, and you're trying to operate tools and shit. Oh my god. Why why is my car the most messy in the winter? Because I don't want to clean out my car. You don't want to go out there. While it's 20 degrees out. Mm-hmm. I don't have a garage to like pull my car into and like clean it out in the warmth. If I'm going to clean it out, it's going to be in the cold temperature. I don't want to do that. Even during the summer, I wait for, like, days that it's, like, clear and nice out. And yeah. And I'll go out there with a the garbage bag and grab Exactly. Shit. But. Yeah. No, it's horrible. It's, like, because obviously, you know, being too hot sucks. But being too cold is, like, way, way worse. worse. And if I'm too hot, it's so easy to, like, Go into like an air conditioned room, or put the fan on. Yeah, I put the fan on all year round when I sleep on me. Oh, me too. But in the in the winter, I found that I, I come to like a compromise with it, and it seems like it's counterintuitive. But I put a fucking hoodie on, and then I put the fan. No, on. I do, dude. I go to sleep with the fan on every night. Like, regardless of how cold I am. It's mm-hmm. just, it's it's a thing. If I'm if I'm too cold, I'll wrap up more in the blanket. 
with mm-hmm. the fan on. Like it's just that's just always a thing. I found it the most comfortable in the last three months or so. I put a fucking hoodie on, and I put the fan on me. Yeah. And uh, it's like the perfect balance of keeping my core temp warm, mm-hmm. but like my fingers and my face are probably gonna freeze. Yeah. Oh, and then like first thing in the morning, like I always have my fan on. First thing in the morning, I turn it off because I'm always too cold in the morning. Yeah. Warrior when you wake up. Yes. Yeah. That's the first thing I do in the morning. Mm-hmm. I open my eyes and fucking turn the fan off. I can't even look at my phone yet. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I turn the fan off because it's just like too cold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like pools. There's ice cream. Fucking. I don't even eat ice cream. The fan. But like. It, there's so many easier Driving ways. Driving with the windows down fast. It's so easier. It's so much easier to get cool than it is to get hot. Like taking clothes off instead of putting clothes on. Like trying to maintain warmth in a place that doesn't have direct heating is horrible. Because then you're like searching for every ounce of warmth. Yeah. Trying to make, like, trying to, um,. It's just miserable. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's miserable. You're sitting there because you could be having a conversation. No matter what you're doing, dude, in the back of your mind, you're feeling like it's cold as fog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no matter how hard you're laughing. Yeah. Or whatever you're doing, you're sitting there like, so cold as fuck, though. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck this. <laughs> so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the future holds, though, because I'm supposed to finish college this year, and then I can... honestly, I think that that has a lot to do with like depression or dissociation or whatever you have it at this time of year. I like dread. I I don't dread going to class because like of the class. I dread getting into the car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I dread, like, laying in bed thinking I have to get up and, like, go to my car. And like, then, like, get like drive to the parking lot and then walk to class. And shake. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's, like, the worst part? Going, like, stepping into the car. It's, like, so cold on your fucking knees. Like, on your legs when you're, like, walking in there and you, like, sit down. It's, like... And having to brush it off, too. Yeah. That's so annoying. You, like, open the door, like, the snow trickles onto your seat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way you can get around that either. Yeah. Like, you wake up, you look outside. Your car's covered in snow. Yeah. And you already know you got to go out there ten minutes, like, earlier than you normally would. Because you got to clean off your car. Mm-hmm. So you, like, wake up early. You wake up earlier, you go out of, you go out of your car, you clean the snow off your car. Which is already miserable. You clean the snow, like, off all the windows and your windshield and your back your back window and everything. You open your door, snow falls onto your car seat. You're like, whatever. You step in your car, your legs are freezing just by the step-in, and then you sit on the snow that falls on the seat, and then all so of a sudden your ass, your ass, is, ass is cold. And then you got like, wait there for a little bit while your car warms up, and then you just, like, drive to class... And then I don't know about ECC, but then you park, like, a five-minute walk away from mm-hmm. you need to be. Mm-hmm. So then you got to walk that whole you know, way. It feels a lot longer than five minutes. And, and, <laughs> and the fucking, yeah. the wind, yeah. the cold wind, dude, you're just like, 
Fuck this shit, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, fuck this. <laughs> That's exactly how I am. I was talking with a coworker who's like a fan of winter, dude, and I was going off. And I was like, dude, every little thing pisses me off because it's accentuated by winter. Like fucking the holidays. Everything. I see people fucking enjoying themselves and I'm like, fuck, fuck. Just make sure it's not okay. Um, I get the fuck out of my car, dude, and I seen the fucking Valentine's Day thing for the last like month. Well, anything after Christmas is like bullshit. Like I can get it. I get into like Thanksgiving and like Christmas, for sure. But the worst parts of the year are January, February. Mm-hmm. Cause like then the holidays are over. I don't give a shit about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Now it's just miserable. It's gonna be miserable weather until mid-April. Well, it was, that's what I was saying with that, I had a, I took it down, like, last week. I had enough, dude. Like, Valentine's Day came and went. It was still hanging up on the door. And it was, like, mocking me as I got out of my car from work. After work, like, freezing, and the wind is blowing, and, like, a fucking snowstorm. You know, you hear about it, like, my mom or dad would tell me before I left, like, be careful driving home tonight because the snowstorm's coming in, dude. I hear that every other day. I know. And I'm like... It's okay. fine. Yeah, so I get out of my car and I walk up to my door and I'm like, fuck this shit, fuck this shit, fuck this shit. I'm looking at the ground, like, huddling my body together with that fucking crunched rib feeling. And then I see Happy Valentine's Day. I hang it on the door. And then, after like three and a half weeks of seeing that up there, I fucking came in the one night, dude, and I flipped. I grabbed that shit off the door. I w- walked it in, took it down, fucking laid it on the counter like face down like I don't care who fucking picks it up or what but like it's not hanging out of the door anymore <laughs> same thing with like we have those like stencil things where you put in um like letters to make a message mm-hmm. and I don't know who put it up but like before Christmas somebody put up Merry Christmas and Happy New Year it was still sitting up a couple days ago and so, like, in those, like, stressed out moments where you're thinking about what you got to do during the day and all this other shit, and in one of those moments, I seen that fucking stencil sitting there, and I fucking grabbed it and took out every fucking letter. <laughs> like, piece by piece, dude. I was pissed. You know, so slept on holiday? Mm-hmm. The 4th of July. You think so? I think so. All the holidays are slept on by me, dude. Like, I, I really don't give a fuck. I, the last three or four years for uh, 4th of July, I fucking was asleep during the actual thing. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it. Fucking I think it's a great way to, like... Christmas last year, I slept. Mm. Fucking Thanksgiving. I um, think there are definitely bullshit holidays. I was there for, like, five minutes. And, like, I'm irritated fucking Halloween dude which is like Halloween's your shit Halloween was always like your your thing see I don't like Halloween because it's the end of October it's like people talk about horror and Halloween like in the same conjunction and it's like dude you're celebrating the fucking season ending come on dude you used to be like that you used to like Halloween yeah I used to get free candy too Halloween for me was never about the candy, though. It was just about, like, the feeling of Halloween. I guess, but I guess you get older and you get fucking jaded. 
that it's it's bullshit. Like I've I, always tried to hold on to that though. I try to watch fucking horror movies all year round. You know, like fuck Halloween. Like I still get that like October feeling of like walking outside and it's like that creepy atmosphere or whatever. Granted, that's like waned a little bit, obviously. Like it's not the same as me, you, and Corey mm-hmm. ten years ago, like going out there ghost hunting or whatever. But. I don't know, it kind of pisses me off, too, because, like, I'm not trick-or-treating anymore. And, like, what are we going to do? We're going to get drunk? <laughs> I fucking... I went to a buddy's last year. And, um... There was, like... I didn't go in costume or anything. I don't even... I didn't even fuck with the costume thing when I was a kid. But... I go there, and, like, a couple of people showed up in costume, and me and my buddy were sitting there fucking in our regular attire getting drunk talking about Halloween the movie series and that was that but um that's bullshit to me too Valentine's Day don't even acknowledge it um Easter (laughs) you said Easter like you like you try to speak another language no I'm trying to think of holidays cause like I really don't acknowledge holidays anymore I think it's more of something that you kind of gotta like and you know what the, I don't know I talk to a lot of people who um Christmas got ruined also by my current job too cause I'm like Christmas dude I'm like thinking fuck all those dumbass consumers buying all I've that I've talked shit. to a lot of people now I feel like that that have kids or like have that have recently had kids and they say that, like, all the feelings that you felt when you were a kid are sort of reignited when you have a kid. Yeah. Like, that, that joy, that, like, um, curiosity that you felt with, like, Halloween or Christmas mm-hmm. um, sort of comes back when you're kind of reliving it through your kid's life. Yeah. So, I, I take that information. I feel like that... that Spirit is always it's it's in you it's there, but certain factors might not bring it out. So I try to like experience all those spirit all, all that spirit all that like same feelings that I had when I was younger. Now, because right. I know it's still in there, and I know certain things like we're only we're only twenty one years old. I know we may feel old. We may feel like. You know, the best years are behind us, but they're not. You talk to anybody, like, in their mid-30s and stuff, they're, they would say it's their best it's their best time, like, in 10 years from now for us. Yeah, well, you hear that from anybody at any point in life. And I, I think it depends more on your perspective and where you're at, you know? Yeah. Where What you did personally, because they didn't live through COVID-19 either. Exactly, I agree. But I also don't think COVID will be relevant in 10 years for us. Well, not. Yeah. But it's not just COVID. It's like technology and people's attitudes towards that, how sucked in they are to like social media and stuff like that that was going on before COVID. But and also like the path you choose in life it takes you where you're going to go. Like, sure. If you, cho- if you choose to go to college. If you choose to, like, work here or work here, move somewhere. It all depends. 
I think right now is a really stressful time for people our age. I feel like we shouldn't feel upset or surprised that we're more stressed than anything at this age. Because what are we right now? We're literally at the foot of like, who are we going to be for the rest of our lives right now? A lot of, I feel like a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows try to say like that's after high school, but it's not. I had, I still had another four years of security after high school. Well, that's, that's not how I felt. Yeah. See that. I think that's different if you go right into college. You never have that feeling of like, all right, so the show starts. Mm-hmm. But I think you escape that for momentarily. And I'm going that. through that right now, though. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm up that, I'm just about up with that four years of security left. Like, now, now I'm at the most, like, stressful point of my life, arguably. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, like, at the point where it's, like, where am I going to go? Where am I going to end up? Yeah. See, I think that's bullshit. I think the idea of, like, you're at the foot of who you're going to be for the rest of your life, I think that's bullshit. Well, some of, some of that's true, though. What I do now is going like, to impact what I do six months, a year from now. Like, yeah. Yeah, but at the same time... It's always going to be a challenge. You're always, sure. You're always going to be climbing the mountain. Until, until I'm you, not. Until you die. But there's also a point where you come back to that security. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, of course that's not everybody's situation, but you would, it would, it's desired to be at that situation where you find a secure life with a family and a house... Yeah. And if you find that security again, I can only imagine you go back to like that mindset that you had when you had that security in high school or before that, you know? I guess, but I think the only way that you can deal with the heartache and and the constant anxiety of like you're not at that desired point of like a family in a house or whatever with the white picket fence is that you gotta understand that it's just always, always a fight. And then once you realize that, you realize it's never a fight. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna work a bunch of jobs that you're gonna fucking either get fired from or quit. And then you had steady pay or whatever for like three years. You, you had something steady for I could a while. be talking out of my ass, dude, but I wanna like run my own production company. Yeah. Well, if that's what you wanna do, I'm not saying there's a a specific way you gotta go it doesn't matter what you would have just told me I'm just saying it's always gonna be you're always gonna be climbing the mountain and I I believe don't you think sometimes though that that, that climb might be more stimulating than stressful at some points yeah like what if you're on a good run on that climb no that's what I'm trying to say I'm trying to say like embrace the climb and cause a lot of like you're saying this is what I'm building off of your point about people our age feeling stressed out like i'm a lot less stressed out than i was two years ago for example see i'm not i'm more stressed out now than i was two years ago but i think i would be just as stressed out as i was back then if i didn't have like the mindset of like 
I'm on this climb, and the only way that I could keep climbing, instead of just falling off the mountain completely, like tumbling my ass down back to the ground, is that I have to wake up every day, and it's the beginning of a new life, until I go back to sleep that night, and stay like vigilant, like you have to stay vigilant with street smarts, and I think that's way more important than fucking book smarts, I don't regret Absolutely. Going to school or anything, but I will say that that I have learned way more. I feel like street in, smarts out in the world. is a is a bad representation of what it is. Yeah, I like agree. the word street smarts it sounds like selling drugs. It, exactly, it sounds like knowing like the move like when you're dealing. Mm-hmm. I think the term street smarts needs to just be like geared more towards common sense, right? Than like. uh or has like that undertone. And some people are clueless. Like, yeah. You'd be surprised, <laughs> dude. I'm sure you've met them too, but like I have met some clueless people. They're like, <laughs> Trust me. There's like situations, <laughs> situations where it's like you would be thinking like, well, of course you'd be doing that. And you're just like, they, they're not on that wavelength. Yeah. Trust me, I have. And you're like, wow. And then, and then I feel fucking smart <laughs> for a couple minutes. I feel like fucking sorry. Well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> like, you feel bad for him. You couldn't figure that out for yourself. But then, but then there's situations where I feel like I have really done a very good job of maintaining myself. Like, as an adult. Adult-wise. So then I'll look back on it. I'll reflect. Say something that's like a week old. And be like, yeah, I was stressed the fuck out in that moment. But now I'm looking back at it. I fucking handled that really well. Mm -hmm. So. Because for me, it's like a lot of like my stress um, comes from like how I felt in a moment. Like I'll think about like how I felt in a certain moment. If I I felt good in that moment, then I'm not going to stress about it. I always stress about, like, not not being in good spirits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to have, like, the best experience that I can in any situation. Yeah, that's another thing that I think, I think we put too much pressure on people to, like, always be happy and shit. Like, it pisses me off going to the store and seeing those signs that are, like good vibes, nothing but good times and shit, it's like we train people to think that it's not okay to like be depressed for a minute, you know what mm-hmm. I mean like like you can be depressed for a minute and that's okay like it's not the end of the world, it makes kids think, it made, it made me think when I was like 15, depressed for like 3 months straight in high school and then I'm thinking, like, I'm, like, this outcast. Like, what's wrong with me? Shit like that. But it's, like, dude. Now I can pinpoint why the fuck I was depressed and what I was thinking about in hindsight. But that was all that mentality of, like, nothing but good vibes and shit. And, I'm, I, and definitely there are, like, stretches where you go four months and you're just all, like, happy and shit. But I think that comes down more to, like, that mental strength in every day. 
because I ain't gonna lie, dude, if I was still in my 15-year-old mindset, the last three to four months, speaking as February 2021, or March 2021, would have, like, broken me, dude, like, mentally, in terms of, like, being so depressed, like, never before that this depressed, and there was, like, insane depressed moments, where I was, like, driving to work, and I was thinking about everything, like, piling up, and knowing that I couldn't attend to it for another, like, you ever feel like you're gonna have, like, a panic attack? I mean, I've had panic attacks, but, but, like, driving to work in that moment, I'm thinking, like, I'm in a good mood, dude, not necessarily, like, a a chipper, like, Spongebob mood or something, but, like, I'm in a fucking mood where I'm about to walk into work and be, like, chill and civil and not bring any of the bullshit that's going up, up, so, and then I'll think to myself, like, dude, holy shit, I'm not, it's not getting to me, like, some bullshit will happen to me, and then I'll be, like, yeah, well, what can you do about it? That's insane, dude, brain chemistry. It's, like, nuts, because, honestly, I'm going through a pretty, like, like low rut right now, I feel like. Um, it's pretty on and off, though, but I'm definitely more dissociated than I am than I was, like... Like, I remember when Tennessee was in Fredonia, December, I was, like, mentally at a really good place, for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, up until, like, after Christmas. And then from, like... I remember thinking around, like, the Capitol riots, like, like January, like, 6th, around there, that I was, like, pretty dissociated, and I have been ever since. So I'm definitely think I'm going through, like, this low, like, rut right now. But, you know, the best I can do is, like, what I do every time. Yeah, but you understand what I'm, I'm saying about, like, not letting it get to you. Yeah. I've just noticed that. Like not trying to like toot my own horn or something and say that I'm like mentally strong, but I've noticed that that is the difference between me and like even when I try to go to try to let myself feel it, which might be more of a toxic thing. That's like I'm just in this fucking fucked up place where I won't let myself feel it, but it's not so much of a choice. Because I'll get get into these moods where I'm like, I have like this particular mus- music that usually would take it out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be in that fucking pissed off. Or that sad vibe with the music. And I'll, I'll be listening to it and I'm like, no, it's not happening. Like, this song is not bringing this emotion out. So it just feels contrived at the end of the day. But at the same time, I wouldn't put on, like, some, some happy-ass music either. But at the same time, with with all that, it's not gonna, like, ruin my day. Like, like, uh, I don't know if I want to name his name, but... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. I work with him. Yeah. He lets shit get to him. Yeah. And he's fucking... Granted, he's 19, or 18, or whatever the fuck he is, he's 19, but he gets into these moods, dude, at work, 
and I know exactly what the fuck he's thinking, or where he's coming from at least, where he won't be talking to anyone, he won't be doing anything, he'll just be doing his job, then you pass by him once in a while, if you pass by him enough, and like say, crack a joke, you crack a joke, you say something funny, or you just engage with him at all, he'll be in like a good mood for the rest of the night, or he'll be in like a stable mood, to where like he'll come up to you and talk to you, but then on nights where like we're busy, busy, and we don't have really time to like pass by each other and say something, he'll just be working, I'll be working too, and if I let it, it could get to me like it gets to him, I can tell it gets to him, and then it would be later on in the night, and no matter what now, that's the difference though, is no matter what at the end of the night, when we're all sitting around talking and the work is slowing down, we're all like joking around, but then he's still in that mood, he's still like passing by us, and I'll be like, hey, what's going on, what's going on? And he'll be like, walk past us, like, bottling it all in. What's he, like, pissed about, though? Like, he'll he'll get into, like, a depressive spiral, thinking about where he's at in life, and probably trying to think, like, what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to pay my bills? Hmm. What am I going to do with myself, career-wise? And I, I get that. But you could also, like, retain that and um, keep, like, a level of, like, professionalism. Like, because these particular people have nothing to do with you. Yes. So, that's the difference, though. Because a few years ago, I would have done the same shit. I would have been, like, walking around fucking, like, taking it out on everyone that has nothing to do with the reason that you're pissed about. Like, nobody really does. Come to find out, I heard the, that particular day was like a week ago or a week and a half ago. He got into a, like a argument with his dad about he said he wanted to move somewhere. Uh, specifically, his dad was mad that he said he wanted to quit uh, work, and he, he just said like, "Well, you better find something quick, or move in with your mom or something like that." And he didn't understand that, that he was trying to, like, he was trying to rescue his mental space before he was trying to worry about bills and shit. Yeah. So I can understand where he's coming from. And then we were trying to ask his dad, like, like, what's going on? And his dad was just, like, <laughs> pissed off at him. So, I don't know, but... His dad works there. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, there's some days where, like, they work together. So there's some days where they'll be on their own talking. And then once we see them again and, and talk to them, they're just both in this bad mood. And you're like, oh, they fucking were talking about something. And then got pissed. But, like, his dad's the same type of way with us where he'll, like, he'll still joke around and shit with us later. Even though he's in, like, a fight with his son. But I guess he's just at that age where he can't let shit go. Mm-hmm. Or he lets shit get to him. So. But yeah, it's... it's it, My personal life in the last, like, four months has been one 
fucking thing after another. Like, it is, it's almost become a joke, you know, that, like, dark humor part of your fucking mind that just laughs mm-hmm. at how, how ridiculous this is. It's like, I've, I've been having hours. Like, I'll, some shit will go down, and then I will repair it. The damage. The mental damage, whatever, maybe emotional damage, and repair the situation. Then there will be a fucking hour. And I don't try to get ahead of myself and think like, oh, finally, I can breathe for like a little while. Because I swear to God, a fucking hour later, some new bullshit will start. So it's gotten to that point where it's like, I'll have that blissful hour and I'm like, just chilling. And I'm thinking like, alright, but I'm waiting for like the bullshit though. I'm, I'm waiting for like... The fucking but wait there's more <laughs> dude i sort of get that like in my life life has been before you said that though life has been non-stop like billy dude Mace i come back man i sort of feel like but wait there's more <laughs> i feel like i'm always out and about at at uh my college i always come back and uh my two roommates you know where they are um, are always there, always playing video games, and there's already a conversation going on that I like. Like I'm all right. I'm like always editing. I'm always like in class editing, what have you, and then like I'm like finishing. Or even if I, honestly, when I don't finish, it's like a little bit more stressful because then I know I got to go back to either later that day or the next day to finish. So it's like I'm editing whatever come back and they're playing like video games and they're already like knee deep in like a debate or something while they're playing and then I'm like roped into it instantly so it's like either I gotta like take a side or like stay neutral or not even like deal with it but at the same time it's always like a party in the it's not like a party, but it's like there's always people. It's like it's not always just them two. It's like there's extras. There's more people in there, and like right. it's every night. And it's like sometimes I just like feel like I want to go to bed. You know, <laughs> I just want to like walk past them and just like go to bed. But at the same time, I don't want to like because I don't because that's not. It's not like I'm trying to make like impressions or anything. But it's like I'm. I know I'm not that type of guy who will just like go to bed. I know I'm the type of guy that will always just be like be a part of shit like I never want to be like the stickler to just like distance myself that's just not me but sometimes it's just like man don't you got anything else to do <laughs> like I come back here and it's like you're you're always here you guys are always here mm-hmm. it's I know it's not something I should be like annoyed about yeah well, if there's, like, petty fucking arguments, I can understand that, dude, because I'm the same exact way with shit at home. I fucking have so much going on in my mind, dude, and, like, shit going on all day. And then, like, I fucking come home, and it's the same fucking YouTube videos on TV. Yeah. And just about shit that we already fucking know 
We already fucking know. So, like, I walk in, dude, and I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. I got all this shit.